Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Every author has a dream. The dream is that their book becomes a movie. Wouldn't it be great if your book became a movie? Wouldn't it be great if someone actually sent you an email and said, hey, I heard you're writing a book and I think it'd be a great way to be a movie. I'd love to represent you. And then your eyes are filled with diamonds and stars and dreams of Hollywood and wondering who's going to play you in the movie. And your mind just goes wonderful. Well, sometimes it works out and sometimes it's a scam. Today, you're going to find out when it's real and when it's a scam and how to protect yourself if you get caught up in this mess. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of Write Your Book in a Flash. I've written more than a dozen books and I work as a ghostwriter book coach and developmental editor for business owners and professionals who want to write books to elevate their business. I'm pleased to have my guest today, Jeannie Graham Scott, who has a very interesting story to share with us that's going to help you make sure that when someone says we want to make your book into a movie, they actually are legitimate. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi, glad to be here. Fantastic. So tell us, how did you discover this big con? Well, the way I discovered it is I was actually ghostwriting for uh, some clients. Uh, these are supposedly publishing companies that have people who want to turn their books into films. And uh, so I was writing what was normally a legitimate material. In fact, I advised them what producers are looking for, which would be uh, things like a logline synopsis, a treatment, a script, and those, those kinds of things. And so this particular company had me writing this for various clients. But then what I discovered in talking to one of the clients uh, is that they were actually inventing uh, uh, imposter executives. So the material I was writing was going nowhere. It was just, they would basically set up a video conference, which was supposedly to sign a contract. But it was really an executive who was supposedly representing New Line or they would have other people like Rep Pack. But in fact, they weren't executives from those companies, and I didn't realize that until uh, there was a, some payment confusion about who was paying and uh, because their, their payment processing was turned down, so they asked her, her to pay me. And so there were some problems about that. And eventually, I spoke to her, and that's when I discovered the scam. So you were actually being conned as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were using my reputation to get people to um, to hire me because I, I ha I've written um, uh, and executive produced about 18 films now. And we could see them at Changemakers Productions Films. We were, we were exhibitors at the AFM, the American Film Market. So legitimately, I've been producing these films. So they would refer people to me saying, you know, she's going to be writing your material. And so, you know, if it, was, if it was a legitimate company, it was perfectly fine because this is the kind of thing that people would need. What they were doing is marking up what I was doing about four to seven times what I was charging. For example, they would charge one person for 20 pages $7,000 to um, write 20 pages. 
and then they were also claiming to do marketing for them, which they weren't doing. And they had what the, the, the center of the scam were these these phony executives who were pretending to get their material, and then the phony executive would say, "Oh well, I need more of this. I need this. I need a re rewrite. I need you know." So so in other words, they were getting them to pay more and more money, and they paid anywhere between twenty thousand to thirty-five thousand for some of them. And uh, you know, and then you know, at that point, they would either run out of money or they would start becoming suspicious. And at that point, the, the people would disappear. Wow. So tell me a little bit more about the victims. Were these people who were legitimately, have had legitimate stories that should be turned into movies? Or were these, tell, tell me who, who some of these victims were. Well, the, the victims came from all over the United States. One was in Australia, in fact. And what was really sad about it, and, and I talk about it in the big con where I featured 10 of the victims. Uh, so and it's going to be turned into a film also. Uh, but anyway, the uh, basic um, uh, problem is that they had really good books in some cases that had the potential to be turned into films. And instead they ended up in this loop that went nowhere because of these scammers. And I mean, it's just really sad. So, you know, hopefully we have a GoFundMe campaign to try to raise money for the victims. And hopefully at some point, possibly through the, the book itself and the film, that, you know, their stories will actually end up becoming films. So the victims were actually real legitimate authors, people who are listening to this podcast, people who are watching this video on YouTube, uh, who actually are writing books, who have dreams of stars in their eyes of one day saying, gee, I can turn my book into a movie and these people can help me. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, one, one um, person had a crime thriller, another one a sci-fi uh, fantasy, um, another one had connections with um, uh, people in Hollywood from the past, and it was uh, like a memoir. And so some of these really had the potential. Um, another one was a uh, kind of a spiritual uh, journey. Uh, but, um, but in general, I would just say that they, they all had a place that they could, be, could find for their books in most cases. So this was a legitimate idea that would be in people's heads. That's something, oh, I've written this detective novel. This could really be a, 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 a movie. This is fantastic. What would you tell people since you've written the book and it's going to be a movie and you've talked to a dozen or more people about this? How can you spot a legitimate offer from a scammer? Well, I think one thing is that people just call you out of the blue because they're these marketing people and they're really good at it now because they can be very convincing. But I think one, one way to, to, to check on them is to look at their website and see what their website says. Another thing is if their emails have misspellings in them or they um, uh, have phony emails. For example, they would create a phony email for um, Newline. It wasn't really their newline.com. It was something like thenewlinecompany.com or they had a, a CO ending. I mean, in other words, it was phony emails that you know, people might not recognize. Yeah, so they're close to the real things, but that should set off alarm bells that it was suspicious. Right, um, exactly, because I thought I was doing legitimate work for the people, and I, what I didn't realize is it was going to imposters. Yeah. Well, in some respects, you were scammed too. Uh, were you paid? Oh, no, they paid me, but I mean, you know, I mean, I wouldn't have, had I known who they were, I obviously wouldn't have worked for them. And that's one of the reasons I wrote the book is because I wanted to expose um, this kind of a scam. And so I talked to the victims 
and I really wanted to try to make things good for them because um, I felt, you know, somehow, you know, that they used my reputation to draw them into this scam. And so I really wanted to help them. So I wrote the big con. We, the movie features seven of the people who are in the in the um, the book who are uh, who are being interviewed about their stories. And some of the stories are really sad because uh, one person nearly got divorced and he lost he lost a lot of money and um, you, you know affected his business and his psychology. And so some of these people were really devastated by what happened. And, and also they're embarrassed about telling other people about it. So a lot of times people don't know that people are being scammed because they don't talk about it. Yeah, well, I think the other interesting part about this whole scam is that you were scammed in a way, too, and that people who are watching and listening to this uh, episode can say, well, wait a second. If someone comes out of the blue and says, hey, uh, you've written screenplays before, you've written scripts, you teach film at schools, whatever. Can you write this treatment? Can you write this screenplay? Whatever, and we'll pay you a decent amount of money for that. And they can become unwilling parts of that enterprise. Well, I think one of the things to be suspicious about is somebody just calls you out of the blue. Uh, I have a company that I've had for 18 years that does uh, email uh, blasts or pitches that are personalized to individuals in the industry and to publishers and agents. It's called publishersagentsfilms.com. And so one of the things we found is, you know, people just aren't really looking for people, you know, to call. I mean, and you, if you have a book that hasn't done very well, you know, it's published, but it's not selling a lot and somebody just calls you and then they're going to republish it or they're going to market it or do other th sorts of things. Be, any any of those people could be suspicious. I mean, not only if they're promoting a film, but they could just be promoting marketing services. But the fact that they pulled your book out of the blue, they have these scouts. I get calls, um, not recently, but for, for a couple of weeks, I was getting several calls a week with these new companies. Also, if it's a new company, you can check if their website is brand new. You, you can, um, there are people who are experts in finding out uh, when, when a website was was created and it was just created in the last couple of months i mean you know and these people change their names many of them are in the philippines or in other countries but they pretend to have a a, a, a la address such as this company had but it's really a mailbox or it's um uh, one of these post office boxes those are great ideas thank you that'll help a lot of people now what can people do if they become a victim well one thing to do is report it now uh, you probably won't have law enforcement doing anything immediately, but what they will do is they will com combine these um, reports, and at some point, if they get a lot of them, then they'll do something. Another thing to do is a payment processor. So, for example, if you paid through PayPal, and this is one of the things that I did, is uh, I started um, after this whole thing fell apart, uh, they, they tried to get money back from me. And so, you know, I wrote to PayPal and I explained the situation that this company had been scamming other people. And so anyway, they, they lost their suit against me. And they also, I believe, had their uh, accounts canceled uh, because, of, you know, I reported them. And I, I know that they've since come into business again and they, you know, they have a different website and, a, you know, a new person is running the company. So I don't know, but they still look like they're pitching the same um, um, book to film scam. So you have to really be careful about about it. But, but I think that if you reach out to people, do your own emails to people in the industry, 
you know, you're you're more likely to reach actually reach a real person, and it's very competitive. So you may not, you know, they may not respond. Um, so we, we we do a mailing to maybe 1,200 people, and maybe a dozen people respond back and say, yeah, I'd like to see the script. One person got an agent as a result of this, but it, but you have to realize that's competitive, and they aren't going searching for you. And even people who are listing on various sites that supposedly uh, the producers are coming to, you know, they may not be coming to there. You you might list um, your your script um, there, but they don't come to you. Another thing I found is, is um, that I started doing is I started submitting uh, scripts to film festivals and getting rewar- awards, and so that could help to open the doors as a result of being in these competitions or when you are pitching a script you say well it's won 20 awards or 15 awards or you know whatever it is but those can help it stand out but you have to realize that this is a very competitive industry and people aren't going to go searching for people who are unknown authors who have books that haven't sold and suddenly you know invite them to say oh you know we think you have your book has great potential i mean it's you know usually that's a scam well, that's great advice. Thank you for sharing those wonderful ideas with us. I understand you have a Facebook group on scams. So tell us yes, a little bit about that. Scammed. I'm sorry? It's, What's it called? It's called Scammed on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have about 115 people now. And one of the things I've noticed is as the, com- the group has become noticed is I've had some people post and say, I've been scammed. And then they have a link to someplace else. So there's... You know, they're trying to use the scam to scam people. Uh, mm-hmm. Another approach, too, that I've been getting, you, you get emails from from people who say, well, I understand you've been scammed and I want to help you. And those can be scams because they're trying to get personal identity. So I have a book called I Was Scammed. It's a follow-up to the big con in which I talk about all kinds of scams in general. I talk about real estate scams because there are lots of them, people who pretend to own a house and they don't own the house, so you think you're, you're renting a house. Or they, um, uh, you, you know, for personal identity, they'll try to say, oh, well, you've won all this award. We just need this information from you to confirm you're the person. Or it's an inheritance scam. Oh, sure. We've all sir, heard about those. Jenny, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, it's Jenny Graham Scott. Changemakers Publishing and Writing.com is my main site for writing. And then the other site I mentioned for the films is Changemakers Productions Films.com. And Great. I'm in Lafayette, California. Great. Thanks for being with us today. We have another video with Tom Antion on other scams for writers. Check that out on our YouTube channel as well. This is Dan Janelle. Thanks for being with us today. Check back frequently. We run episodes every single week and even more often than that. So see you again next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.